In a world where all right seems wrong and wrong seems right, where am I? Why does today feel like it's the past? Is it my past life memories? Where am I? Oh, I know. I know. Right where I just started from. But haven't I done this before? Deja vu. And I'm the American Prince Charles III. I want to welcome you to the show today. Deja vu. I hope that you guys are all doing well out there and staying safe and securing your homes and wherever you have to go, wear that mask. Keep us all safe. Keep yourself safe. And uh, today the show is going to be 15 minutes long approximately. And we're going to talk to you about something that I have been receiving quite a bit of emails on. And that is, what is the Paris Climate Agreement? What is it really? So what I decided to do is to do a quick overview of the Paris Climate Agreement. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the pros and the cons of it right quickly. All right. So what is the Paris Agreement? The whole purpose of the Paris Agreement was to address the need to reduce heat trapping greenhouse gas, the emissions of it, right? The GHG in order to keep the atmospheric temperature low enough to support food to support our systems and, and to actually have a healthy economy and a sustainable future for people around the globe, not just in America, not just in China, not just in Russia or Japan, or Australia, it's around the globe, not just in Canada. All right, so the primary target is to prevent the global atmospheric pre- uh, temperature from rising more than two degrees, all right, two degrees Celsius. All right, and they didn't want uh, us to say, well, three, three, four, five, no, two. The number two degrees Celsius, if it gets over that, then we are, you know, basically it's a pre-industrial level and that is uh, that's not good. So what we're trying to do is let people understand that one degree rise in temperature, two degree rise in temperature, that can be a problem, not just for us as a species, but for other animals. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about that in other podcasts to come. All right. But with this precise target, the world has an equally precise target for the amount of GHGs that is putting out in the uh, out on the planet. You know, China has a responsibility. America, Asia, Russia. Uh, we have we have Japan. We have Australia, Canada. We have South America. Everyone, Mexico. Everyone that's doing it, El Salvador, uh, Austria, no matter where we are, we have our, we, they have their reason to do their part to make sure that they are reducing these GHGs, greenhouse gases, emissions that are coming out from their stack pipes. Now, you're probably like wondering, what is that? Well, have you ever gone or driven through a city before? You maybe not. You know, may not live there, what have you, but you, you've been driving and you look and you see these industry uh, ports of the city. You see these long, big pipes sticking up out of the city and um, and you see the smoke coming out at the top, maybe look like steam or something. You know, a lot of times those are uh, uh, stack pipes where they are uh, emitting are releasing certain gases and these greenhouse gases, they, they tend to send the temperature up in the atmosphere. Okay, so what we want to do is, as a people, 
I say we because I'm talking about not just me, but we, we as a species, we as a people, we need to, first of all, we have to recognize that there is a problem. There is a problem. The problem is global warming. But what's causing the global warming? Well, probably the greenhouse gases. But where the greenhouse gas is coming from, Charles? Well, it's probably coming not only from my car pipe and my, or my motorcycle, because I ride motorcycles too. It's probably coming from lawnmower engines, uh, weed whacker engines, go-karts. It's coming from, you know, these industrial companies that are, you know, putting out the greenhouse gases from their smoke pipes. It's coming from many different places, trains, boats, planes, you name it. So what can we do to fix it then? What can we do to try to avoid these unseen gases into the atmosphere? Question mark, right? Well, we have to join the Paris Climate Agreement and keep everyone, not just ourselves, but keep keep everyone that's part of the agreement. Keep them honest and keep them um, accountable would be a good word for it. Right. You have to make sure that everyone knows what they need to do and then they do it appropriately. And the way you do that is you join a climate agreement. And so what happened was in, let's see, I think it was April 22nd, 2016. Um, and then there was a signing of a period during that part, part of the uh, time frame there, April 22nd to April 21st, 2016 to 2017. The Paris Agreement was opened. And according to the World Resources Institute, signing is important because it indicates a commitment by that country to refrain from acts that would defeat the objective and the objective purpose of the agreement. So each member of the Paris agreement had to sign, all the dignitaries were signed, and a total of 185 member states ratified and signed the Paris agreement during that time, from April 22nd, 2016 to April 21st, 2017. So now, how many how many countries have signed the Paris Agreement as of today? Currently, all member states of the United Nations have signed on to the Paris Agreement, totaling 197 signatories. Okay, uh, so Syria was the, actually the last one to sign the agreement, but they did sign it in November 7, 2017. They did sign it. So now, is it legally binding? Is that that's the big question. Is it legally binding? And the answer to that is not really. <laughs> so what happened is the treaty is not a legal binding document. However, it is a signatory that ratifies the country for that treaty. It officially agrees that the country itself will hold itself responsible to meet its targets and be fair to all that's part of it, they're going to do their best to police themselves. And that's what it's all about. So, you know, at first it was just as of 2018, I think it was uh, 13 uh, signatories had not been ratified. The Paris Agreement, you know, Angolia, Eritrea, Iran, Iraq, and a couple other places, you know, Oman, Russia, South Sudan, Turkey, Yemen, uh, Yemen, uh, a couple of places uh, did not ratify part of it. But what the takeaway from that is, it is not legally binding, but it is highly recommended. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> so uh, now with President Trump, what he wanted to do was get out of the Paris Climate Agreement. And the reason why, when President Obama signed the Paris Agreement in 2016, the U.S. pledged to reduce the greenhouse gases by 26 to 28 percent by 2025, compared to 2005 levels, and to pay $3 billion to financially support developing countries for the energy transition. But after President Trump was elected, he announced a pledge in June 2017 to withdraw from the Paris Agreement. And his announcement stirred a lot of controversy because a lot of people are like, well, why is he doing this? I mean, I don't understand. Aren't we trying to save the planet? Aren't we trying to, you know, aren't we trying to help the species that are in trouble? The, the bears, the polar bears, the, there are a lot of different species, that are in, including us. All right. We're, we are in trouble if this, if the water gets to rising, right, to certain levels, you, that will affect many beach cities. And there are a lot of beautiful beach cities all across Mississippi and the Gulf Coast states uh alabama and florida and you know texas it's just a lot of beautiful beach land uh, that could be affected california you know so um a lot of property owners are really concerned about it because the beaches of course when you get rising uh waves you know water you're going to have eroding beaches and and uh and things like that can be a problem right so his announcement stirred a lot of controversy, but may not have had a larger of an impact as he would have liked. So in re response, many states, cities and companies still, even, even though President Trump said that, they still kept their commitment to reduce the greenhouse gases. So that is in a nutshell in about nine minutes. <laughs> I hope you I hope I didn't go too fast for you. But that's basically you can always stop and rewind it and listen. But that's basically what's happening. And we needed to find a way to address the elephant in the room. And that's hum that's humans. That's us. That's us. It's not the it's not the it's not the animals that's creating all the greenhouse gases. I mean, some people will say, well, yes, they are. They're farting, you know, the cows out there in the sh in, 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 in the fields pooping and going on. Doing well, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But overall humans you know we have a lot of technology that we're developing daily and on a constant where we have these greenhouse gases going up 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 in a way and unfortunately it's taking away what we need to stay right i'm not trying to rap like a rapper we're taking away what we need to stay but <laughs> but but that's what's really happening and when that happens when that happens we have a problem and so what species you know we are going to talk about that on the next show, but I kind of give you a hint. Uh, they're beautiful. And I've actually had people ask me, are you a turtle? And the answer to that is, you bet your sweet ass I am. And that's what a turtle is, you know? So um, uh, the turtles are going to be uh, all out there uh, being affected by that. The sea turtles, you know, uh, polo bears, um, and you probably say, well, what does he mean about that turtle thing? Well, just ask me. I'll tell you what that means. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, we all have different species. ourselves will be affected by it. So what I'm going to do is do a show that is on that. And um, I want you guys to stay tuned. I want you to tune in. I want you to understand that if we educate ourselves with the Paris Agreement and what it does, is 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 very important. The good thing about it is that it gives every country 197 so far have signed on to it. It gives us 
all transparency and accountability to measure and to censure when one of the one of the other you know is not holding up their fair end part of the deal we call them out or they correct themselves we don't necessarily have to do much but we just say hey you guys need to do this or fix that or you're polluting over here or polluting over there we need to fix that and it's just to keep everyone in a transparent mode right and in, and in, in, in accountability mode so everyone can meet that target by 2025 to reduce greenhouse gas emissions 26 to 28 percent okay by 2025 and it's achievable and it would drive economic growth jobs would be created cleaner air a livable planet for our children and in many cases cheaper electricity so not only for our children and for us but for our pets right we love our pets right so that's is that is what it's all about the paris agreement so would you vote for it would you vote against it how do we solve this? Well, we have a we have to have an open mind about the whole thing. We have to open our eyes. We see hurricanes. We see a lot of uh, typhoons and uh, other things are happening because of warmer temperatures. Storms are getting more violent, and we have to embrace the technology that are there that is there to help us combat these sort of things, right? And we and we cannot be afraid. We cannot be afraid to say, "Hey, I was wrong." And I see there's a change happening. I want to do what I can do to help. And so it's okay to be wrong. I'm wrong a lot, but not that often. <laughs> but I am wrong sometimes. And it's okay to admit it when you are. But what's most important is to is, is just to get back on track and fix the problem. Fix the problem. Get back on track. Educate, educate, educate. And that's what is going on because of that and lastly within this minute or so i just want to say because of the 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 heat that's rising of course what is going to happen guys what's causing all this ocean to rise it's going to be the glaciers the glaciers are melting and we're going to do different i'm going to do different podcasts on all this i'm talking about the species that are being affected the glaciers how the weather itself is going to be affected but we're going to do some more shows coming up with that and so last i want to go out with saying i want you guys if you want to make a great great contribution and make a good donation for a worthy cause i'm going to start doing shout out for worthy cause uh causes for you guys to make donations to and one of my favorite would be make a wish foundation the make a wish foundation you know it gives these children with life-threatening or terminal medical conditions uh, just just an experience of seeing their wish come true is 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 it gives it gives them an experience that they would no other way have so it, i would definitely say make a wish foundation you can contact them at it's going to be foundation well what i want to do i'm going to give you the phone number how about that the phone number 602-279-9474 or you can call 1-800-722-9474. That's 1-800-722-9474. Or go ahead and go to the website, which is wish.org. That is wish.org. I'm the American Prince Charles III. I want to thank you for listening to the show today. Make sure you be safe out there, social, social distance, <laughs> and be careful. All right, guys, be careful. 
Thank you for joining us right here on Deja Vu, and I'll see you again next time. Somebody tell me this life that I'm living is real and not Deja Vu.